Why, hello there. Do you enjoy shirts to put on your body? Custom character sheets to put in your D&D notes? Virian maps to put on your wall? Cool buttons to put on your... Lo lots of other stuff? All of the amazing merch for QPR and Goblins and Growlers can be found at Alpha Comics and Games, located in the Willow Lawn Shopping Center in Richmond, Virginia. Come check us out! There's a pizza shop near Alpha where you can get arugula and goat cheese and hot honey on your pizza, and it is like, Hell yeah. yes. I'm about it. Okay, let's let's jump in. Let's All jump right. in. I, I can't have food talk, otherwise I'll get hungry. So. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. Well, listeners, last time things got a little squirrely, or should I say ferrety, when Koza was discovered sniffing around in Alyssa's satchel. But his quick thinking led to a better form of diplomacy than was likely on the table. And while the rest of the party took inventory of their potentially haunted new house, some tomfoolery being made, of course, Koza arrives with Alyssa in tow. Now it's up to Johannes, the seeker of truth in all things, to use his powers to discover what mysteries are really going on. Now with such great powers does come an equal amount of responsibility of how to use them. And I do hope that he and you listeners continue to use your powers for good. It's getting dark and cold out there. So find yourself something warm to hold on to. Something good to listen to. And a quiet place to rest. And as always, y'all take care now. You're here in the house with us, the party. We recently were joined by a criminal syndicate partner of Solonar who's getting hunted by an assassin. Who's that assassin, you ask? Well, I know who it's not, and that's a ferret man who has absconded with her back to our secret abode that's also haunted by ghosts. And now I have cast Zone of Truth to allow us to fully understand each other in a place where no one can tell lies. Welcome to Quid Pro Roll. So I have three things that I need to know. One, what is Johannes's uh, difficulty class that they need to beat for Zone of Truth? The spell DC is 13. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll for... Oh, God, I have to roll for Alita, Alyssa, and Melody. Alita got un unmodified a two. Melody got unmodified a six. Alyssa got unmodified a 20. Uh, next thing is I just need everyone to know 
that in our chat log for the Zoom meeting that we're recording this on, the phrase Judy Bean Shorts is on there. I just read that, and I just need other people to be haunted by this sentence. People have seen me wearing my jorts. Judy, your Judy Bean Shorts. Mm-hmm. Like a regular John Cena. Mm-hmm. Wait, does jo- what, I thought John Cena wore, me. like, knee cut-off jean shorts. Does he... Does John Cena wear booty shorts? Maybe. He's gone Hollywood now, so there's no telling what he's wearing or not wearing. John Cena wears booty shorts when I'm around. He's wearing them, you just can't see them. I'm sorry, Alana, are you implying that your wrestling move is to turbo-wedgie John Cena in his jorts? No. John Cena's just always trying to impress me. We have jorts off. (laughs) And then it continues with shooty bean jorts. Okay, everybody, roll your saves. <laughs> well, I rolled my save ages ago. Yeah, I rolled mine ages ago, too. I Boat got, saves against truth. I got a five. This is charisma, right? Yeah. Uh, three. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the things that I super duper like is that every time historically that Johannes has cast Zone of Truth, we use it like a compelled truth serum where everyone just shouts things that are true to them. Johannes how the spell works. Johannes's eyes narrow as he realizes that neither boat nor this strange person who has come in off the street has been affected by his zone. Wait, just... does the zone of truth affect you too? I mean, in fairness, I don't think that would affect Johannes at all since he is, you know, he, since he already speaks truth. Johannes, my, is... I have failed against my own zone. <laughs> He speaks the true, true. Man, our zone defense is terrible. Okay, now I know what uh, that you don't have to tell me the truth of what you are doing here, but what are you doing here, Solinar? I, I was trying to escape a pile of jars, and then I made a large fire. I, what? The thing that's troubling me is that it just feels really unlikely that Locke would go crazy with some sort of vengeance path. Like, that just doesn't seem very Locke, you know? I think you might be full of crap. Are you saying that to Alyssa? Okay. I, I just, I'm, I'm just not used to Solinar being that direct with her. So um, Locke, Locke is I feeling do- kind of unlocked. I don't know who this Locke is, Solinar, and I... So I cannot respond to you, but now I know that you're not possessed by a ghost. Elisa is going to tilt her head at Solonar and be like, why do you think I would lie to you? Locke is one of the most chill, dependable guys I've ever known. Wow, your party's right there. And what I will say is that my party that I am with has some very chill, dependable guys in it. No, you failed your zone of truth save. You wait, wait, and you then you say, lie. and then you say a name. Who's the who's the most chill, dependable guy? At this point, Solinar is just imagining that scene where George Costanza is like, "It's not a lie if you believe it." <laughs> <laughs> the the chillest guy is probably Koza, and the most dependable guy is probably Johannes. Oh, I was going to hey. say, and that is Koza again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Um, I, I feel really uh, honored that you, you see me that way. So honored that you would do what? Oh, oh, um, 
Alana's trunk with power. Um, um, <laughs> well, geez, um, uh, I I would do pretty much anything for you all. Man, that's a pretty chill and dependable person right there. He said that under oath. The line that sparked a thousand fan fictions. You know what? All this truth speaking's got me feeling some kind of way. Bring it in, you guys. Let's let's just have a big group hug right now. Truth hug. Uh, I'm so uh, excited for hugs. Uh, uh, How excited are you? The most excited. This is the li- this is like the smallest amount of loneliness I've ever felt in my life. Alyssa, do you want to get on this? Get in on this. I'm quite all right, thank you. Yeah, she's not feeling the truth. Uh, okay. Neither is Boat, who's just sort of crossing his arms and being grumpy that he was not the tr- the, the chill, dependable vote. They used to call me Chevrolet because I'm like a rock. I'm that dependable. Boat's crossed the 400,000 mile mark. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm a Chevrolet, I've still got another 200,000. That's a hammy engine. <laughs> Boo. It's not oil, it's grease. Stay tuned for our mid-roll ad for the new 2022 Silverados. We have to do that now. Uh, Alita, do you trust this woman? I do not. I think she's incredibly shady. I agree with you. I don't trust her unless I can hear from Sol and I that you trust her, even though you just said you think she's lying. I think Alyssa is on the level for most things. I just don't think she's on the level for this. Um... I, I think I'm just really quick to trust people. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> You've been awfully quiet. She's going to turn to boat. I mean, I'm sort of salving my psychic wounds, and also a lot's been going on in the last little bit today. So, I'm just sort of dealing with that. Is there anything that I could do? I mean, maybe? Question mark? <laughs> An old man touched my butt, so I kind of, <laughs> I kind of need to recover from that. I was so worried that you were gonna be excited about that for a minute. I like lots of stuff, but I tell you, I didn't like that. Maybe you know, maybe you can help me forget that. Boat, boat, I am not interested in touching your butt. I'm sorry. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, I don't think anybody would be interested in touching boat's butt. Foghorn. Well, that was rude. All of you suck. Captain, iceberg ahead. <laughs> it sink the boat. Boat, I want to go on record that I haven't been a part of this. Can I you... not be lumped in with everyone? All of you are making me gloomiest Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> boat, I, I understand your interest in the pretty thief lady, but I really don't think this is a good idea. I mean, it's not like she's going to take my social security or anything. We're just going to get coffee. It didn't really work out that well last time you went to get coffee. Well, you got to keep getting back on the horse. If we've learned anything from our adventures, no matter how many times you fail, you got to get back on the horse. I'm just saying maybe you should try a different approach. I mean, I don't think it'll any work for you either way, but <laughs> this is still the same thing. I hate all of you. None of you are supportive. You're not good friends. Come on, thief lady. Let's go get some ribs. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, thief lady. <laughs> Did you forget under, my he, name already? He's not under oath. It's been a long day. Well, now uh, I'm hurt. I would actually prefer if you and Alyssa were not doing any dating things. 
Hmm? We're just going to get ribs. Yeah, I'm just saying. Why is that? Solinar's (laughs) Solinar's mouth opens and then like closes and then he raises a finger, mouth opens and then closes. I don't want to talk about it. Come on, Alyssa. Let's at least nobody, go make Solonar jealous, if nothing else. Nobody is forcing you to talk, Solonar. Yeah, you can have another, but albeit sadder, hug. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Let's get out of this zone of doofs. <laughs> zone of doof. Guys, can we please write a spell to release one month on the Patreon called Zone of Doof? And it just makes your characters make the dumbest possible decisions they could while in that zone. I was gonna say yeah. Solonar's Zone of Doof. <laughs> changes changes none of my games. No, it doesn't. Alyssa is going to walk out with Boat. Alright. That How? is sa- that's salving Boat's psychic pain over the uh unexpected elderly butt touching. <laughs> Expected elderly butt touching is the name of my second studio album. Ebit. Well, team, I'm glad that we've come to an accord. I uh, call this the meeting of minds in the zone. Uh, done. And Johannes takes um, a little mallet that's uh, on display on the table and taps it against uh, the floor, and the zone disappears. Oh. I'm so incredibly impressed that he's always able to find stuff like that. I was really yes. rude, wasn't I? Uh, I'm not compelled to tell you yes, so you might have been. Uh, oh, you know, uh, you know, I'm just glad that there's so many knickknacks all over this house. Kasa, also, I thought, I thought you did fine. Oh. Also, the way that Johannes describes Sophia's house, I like the idea that there's like a back wall that's just covered with miscellaneous crap. Like you're at like an old timey family restaurant from the 80s. She lives in a Cracker Barrel. (laughs) God, we keep referencing Cracker Barrel and I've never been there. I don't think that it's your kind of place, Alon. I neither like crackers nor barrels. Cracker Barrel is not my kind of place, except for the fact that I have they have the best sourdough French toast I've ever eaten. I don't think I've ever had sourdough French toast. That sounds great. I didn't know sourdough French toast existed. It's amazing. What I'm hearing is a family brunch with sourdough French toast. And I'm not even under the zone of truth. Oh, my God. You could be lying about the quality of their sourdough French toast. Don't make me ask Kid Rock to come back here. He's not kidding. So. Are we okay just letting Boat wander off with this woman? I mean, not particularly, but he's a grown boy. Um, Are... Well, is anything gonna even happen? I mean, it's Boat, maybe. You mean other than him, did you say getting robbed earlier? Oh, oh yes, um, he did get robbed. So probably that again. Solinar, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm great. I don't need the zone of truth to know that you're not doing great, buddy. What can we do to help you help yourself? I am I am working through a, a lot of information all at once, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Have you tried taking notes? Sometimes writing it down can help you organize it outside of your head. That's what I've been doing for my book. Solinar produces a from his pack a small uh, sheaf of papers that have been folded onto themselves like a book, but have not been bound in any way, so they're really just a stack of folded papers, 
and he opens the front page and there's just completely illegible scribbles there. And he's like, I, I only really journal when I'm really out of it and then I can't read it later. Wait, so you only journal when you're drunk? Well, not necessarily drunk. Sometimes I'm just really sleepy. There's one page on here that just says the word butts. Like 800 <laughs> times. That's diarrhea. Have you... <laughs> Jesus, Brandon. Have you ever noticed how the word butts starts with a butt? Alita's gonna look over at Koza. Um, I, I don't get it either. So, what if we went and tried to find your other friend, Solnar? The murderous I, one? I mean, I'd like to. I'm I'm a little concerned that maybe Alyssa's not completely off base. Like, I... It's been a long time. So, I a lot can change, you know? Hmm. Well, I guess I'm not really sure what we should do then. I think it should be up to Solinar, actually. Or, I, honestly, Johannes, if you want to chime in as well, uh, you tend to be pretty reasonable with these kinds of things. Yeah. Well, I think the, the decision here is obvious. We've got to exercise this house. Um. How are we going to get this house to do any kind of exercise? It it looks like it hasn't moved ever. How does mm -hmm. that not have? How does that have anything to do with the the task at hand? Well, because all of this started inside this house. So if we uh, are able to cleanse it of the dark energy and spirits, then we will be able to reposition re positive energy to move uh, the negative things that have come from here away. Melody's going to lean into Koza. What is he talking about? Well, um, um... I, I really struggle to follow, too. I'm so sorry. No, that's perfectly fine. It means I'm not alone. Okay, Daquin, you got your censure? Daquin yep. is going We're to like, run up, make his little squirrel sounds. And then he's going to, like, salute. Mm-hmm. And then uh, here's, your, here's your little thimble censure. And then we've got the bronze priest robe. You put yours on. It'll fit to your size, just like usual. There you go. And I got mine. Okay. We're going to start upstairs and work our way down. So Daquin is going to look very serious as he follows Johannes up the stairs, leaving Alita, Melody, Koza, and, so and Solinar to, to kind of like look at each other. And Alita goes, so now that that's been addressed, I guess, really, what do we want to do? I mean, I don't want to leave Johannes here with Daquin just exercising the house by themselves. Especially if the ghosts do attack, because, you know, that could be trouble. But, uh, I don't know. It. I think the best thing to do is to actually face my fear about Locke and seek him out and see how he's doing. Because I will either confirm that Alyssa is full of crap, or uh, I will confirm that she's not. And then we can go from there. I'm actually kind of sleepy. What? It's. It feels like it's already been a long day. I mean, <laughs> yes, but you just want to go to sleep as Johannes exercises the house. There is a killer on the loose and Bode is on a date with an incredibly shady woman. 
Um, um, you don't have to keep mentioning that, by the way. What do you mean? I mean, we we know he's out on the date. You don't have to keep talking about it. I, I haven't really mentioned it all that much. Though I am concerned. And we flash really quickly to uh, no audio, but just a shot of Boat and Alyssa through the window of like a cafe or patisserie. And he's laughing coquettishly at some joke that perhaps she's told as he eats a scone and uh, filled with ham. Yeah. And then it fades back to you guys. Solonar. Solonar, do you have a, a crush on Elissa? I don't want to talk about it. Melody immediately grabs the loot. <laughs> but, um, well, I, I guess, I guess it's a good idea to, to help with the, the, um, the ghost eviction. Do we, wait, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna spy on boat? I thought that was what we were gonna go do. Uh, if that's what you really want to go do, you know, that's, that's totally up to you. Yes, you're in no way interested in spying on Boat and his date with Alyssa. Yeah, I actively would like to be away from that, actually. Um, I, I'm, I'm so tired. I, I just, I think, either can, can somebody just, just tell me what to do? Or, or, or I, I just, <laughs> I think I'll go to sleep if nobody's going to just point me in a direction. I, 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 Cousin, come with me! Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yes! I know you're tired. It won't be very long. Just quick in and out. Get some notes for my song. It'll be great. And we'll meet back here, right? Meet back here? Yes. Once I'm done writing about whatever torrid love triangle I've concocted. Solonar too busy worrying about his crush on Alyssa that he's not even thinking about the crush Boat's putting on Alyssa. Is that a phrase? Putting the crush on someone? It is now. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Body Slams part of Boat's courting ritual? That's what I want to know. He must make sure they are strong enough to <laughs> handle the relationship. Meanwhile, Alyssa's inside table vices and just like... <laughs> Jesus. That's his closing move. What? The table vice? No. Body Slam. <laughs> I like that he has the same abilities as Whitney's mill tank from Pokemon Gold. That uh, reference out. has gone way over Roll my head. Out. See, Alon got it. Alon was there for me. I played Pokemon in the 90s. <laughs> Back when we had to do it on a Game Boy that took four AA batteries and didn't have color. And only I... gave you one Eevee. Legally, since I'm from Atlanta, the fact that it's taken me this long to reference Ludacris in our podcast is I, like I really am going to be punished. <laughs> Calm down <laughs> there, Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Solinar is going to do what now? Um, Alita, if you want to come with me, once Johannes is done doing exorcism stuff, uh, I'm going to head to the underground and see if we can find Locke. Okay, I'll go with you. I, I figured we've already divided into three separate groups again, and so dividing any further is probably bad news. But aren't we dividing away from Johannes? No, no, absolutely. I said after the exorcism stuff. Uh, you want to bring Johannes to a den of crime? Yeah, I'm. Johannes. Have you den of crime? Have you seen how armored and well armed Johannes is? I, I'm not worried about him getting hurt, Solinar. I'm worried about him 
getting into something. Someone will hand him a package and go, bring this to the dock. And he'll go, okay. And then he and his little squirrel will run it to the dock, not knowing that it's full of live basilisk babies. And then at that moment, you hear a really loud crack from upstairs. And Johannes is like, oh, no, I've gotten into something. So as uh, we uh, as you hear that sound, we now smash cut to Johannes. Crash cut. Crash My- cut. Oh no! I have all these boxes have fallen out of this uh, obviously haunted closet. Hurry! Use use your mini thimble. Stab the box on top of me. So Daquin is going to swing his little his little thimble sensor like a morning star and just kind of bap at the box ineffectively. Wow, look, you did it! Ah, I can lift it now! Be vanquished, fiend! And Johannes takes the box and he um, tears it apart at the seams and puts it into a recyclable, uh, manageable thing and starts to break down the other boxes. Can you believe all this clutter? This is exactly where ghosts live. It's a good thing we're going to be able to take it apart and appropriately recycle it. These can be upcycled and used to build a fort. I'll show you later. Is that is that where Johannes is going to sleep tonight? He's going to build himself a fort. Don't spoil it. It's a new thing for Daquin. <laughs> Don't spoil it for the squirrel voice in the sky. It's me, Kid Rock. And if you're like me and you want to drive a tough, dependable truck that can go for as many miles as the boat... Well, then you're going to need three things, and those three things are... A boat, a banana, and... Ham! And ham! A boat, a banana, and ham. Call now. Like a rock. Give us money, Chevrolet. (laughs) So, you are... So, are you doing mostly at, like, breaking down the boxes, or are you actually going to perform some kind of paladin-y ritual? Oh, thank one. Now I've, I have a feeling that now that we've broken down some of these boxes, hurry, lay them around me in a circle, and we have to make sure that soon cleanses this building. Okay, are you ready? Here, take this little tiny mirror, and then you can be right here in the center. I'll be over on the bed. See, you've, I've already done this before, but you're still learning. So here's how you make contact with soon. You have to sit there. Clear your mind of all things, even nuts. Yes, I know, even nuts. You don't think about them for right now, but we'll revisit them later. It's just for a little bit, so it's okay. And then you need to think of the most beautiful sunrise sunset you've ever seen hitting each other at the same time, in the same moment, and exploding across the entire universe of your of your eyelids. And then... You need to just sit there in silence and let the universe observe you. And then you'll be able to talk to Soon and ask her to exercise the house. I believe in you, buddy. You've got everything you need. I'll sit over here quietly now. So you're relying on the squirrel to do the ritual of Soon. I believe in him. Uh, Okay, I I wasn't sarcastic. I was clarifying. Sarcastic clarification voice in the sky. Daquan's trying to concentrate. All right. So, as Daquin begins to close his eyes and chitter a squirrely mantra, the 
sensor that is sitting in front of him begins billowing more smoke than it should, given its tiny, tiny size. And you begin to hear creaking as some kind of strange fluid begins leaking from the tops of the walls and running down. You're doing great, buddy. You keep at it. I'll protect you. Uh, Solinar, as you and Alita are sitting there conferring on whether or not you should check on Johannes, the house begins to creak, groan, and eventually it feels like it is swaying. Yeah, I think we definitely need to check on Johannes. If if only because whatever the hell is going on right now could be dangerous. As you run up the stairs and open the door to the room that Johannes has found himself in, you see this strange, fluorescent, dark blue ichor just, like, slowly creeping down the walls from each of the corners of the sea from like the the seam where the wall meets the ceiling it's just melting from all of that as if they were open alien wounds and you also see johannes he has his two shields he's slid them on and he's holding them and then he's also you see him moving and you see him say sanctuary and you see uh inside the uh, circle of of this glowing um recyclable upcyclable boxes uh, a soft glow, glow around Daquin. As Johannes casts Sanctuary on Daquin. Don't worry, buddy, I'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, Solonar's gonna check the second floor for an attic, like, trapdoor. Alright, so I'm gonna need you to roll Perception. Well, actually, Investigation would be better. Ten. You do not find any kind of trapdoor, but you also don't find anything that would explain the source of the ichor. You do notice that the ichor is also bleeding down from all of the walls outside of that room. Not on the outside of the house, you can't confirm that, but like the hallway leading to that room, the stairwell going up. Solonar turns to Alita and is like, all right, so here's my theory. I figure crazy alchemist house, uh, something that Johannes has done has made crazy alchemist stuff happen but I can't find an attic entrance and I'm starting to grow concerned that whatever that is might be caustic. Why have you caught me? Oh, no. Can I just interject with something real quick? Yeah? So while this has been going on, I've been listening to the Persona 5 Jazz Cafe music you posted earlier. Because that was going to be the atmospheric music to this session, but then Johannes decided to turn it into a goddamn episode of Scooby-Doo. Uh, my vibes for this are like, yeah, that's cool. We'll just, you know, burn a little incense. It's that's chill. Why, that's why uh, your causes the chillest member of the group. Well, also, you gotta admit, it's a dope soundtrack. Yeah, it's pretty good. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's stellar. And it, that was supposed to be the vibe of today's session, but no, it's ghost house time. Speaking of, what's uh, Koza doing? Yeah, Koza, what are you doing uh, right now? Is Melody still in the house? I mean, Melody, uh, my, my thought was that you had left the house with yeah, Melody. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, because I'm just, right. yeah. I'm a sleepy Cause boy. Because I feel, Koza and... would have had things to say if suddenly the walls started ickering. Yep. So what are you doing, cousin? Uh, I'm following um, uh, um, uh, Melody to spy on boat. She turns around, like, go and goes down several pathways before she stops and turns and goes. So where did they go? Oh, um, well, they they did want 
or Bo wanted ribs, I guess. Koza, can you turn into a dog? Oh, oh, Koza turns into a bloodhound. All right. And Sniff named, for named ribs. Co- named Koga. <laughs> he, he, yes. J- I, as you say that, like, there's a second before, like, so he turns into a bloodhound and immediately, like, goes to curl up to fall asleep. No. But then you then Melody starts speaking and he's like, oh, No, oh. no, little Koza dog. No, you must and she's going to give him many head pads and go, you need to sniff for ribs. Like cooking <laughs> ribs, not the ribs that are in people. <laughs> Wonderful! Can can you smell ribs anywhere? Um let me roll <laughs> roll for ribs. Let sniff. me look up. D and D bloodhound stat <laughs> block. <laughs> um, I'm assuming I have some kind of. Well, I don't know. This is while he while he looks up that stat block and finds out that he can sniff for ribs. We're gonna cut to boat. Okay. Boat. Uh, you have previously laughed coquettishly and eaten ham croissants. Mm-hmm. Where what you what you doing, buddy? Uh, I mean we're talking. We're uh, just. Having a good conversation and getting to know each other. What what you talking about? You gotta give me something to work with here. Like, I mean, normally my experience is Boat talks about himself, but I'm happy I'm happy to let you set the stage as you prefer. You gotta talk about what you know. Yeah, exactly. We're, t- we're talking about wrestling and thievery. Uh, yes, the the two personality traits that these characters have. So did you feel like Solidar maybe was a little bit put off by the two of us going out to grab some ribs? I mean, he could have been. Why? I was just curious. I've never really seen him act like that. Did you guys, you guys had a thing or something, right? Me and Solanar? Why yeah. would you think that? I don't know. He just seemed like he was a little bit jealous. Uh, to my understanding, I don't think there's ever been anything between me and Solanar. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, I... I feel a little less weird about things then. Um, you would have to talk to him, though. I also haven't... I'm clearly not as close to him as you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, so, how long ago was it that y'all worked together? It was a few years ago. To be honest, I'm surprised he's even alive. I mean, he does live, uh, you know, kind of a bit of a wild life. I think he's settled down just a little bit since he started running with me. No, I think you misunderstand. We had a job that went sideways very quickly. And to my understanding, I thought that only Locke and I had survived. Oh. But it looks like Solanar did as well. Did he just kind of disappear and you just figured that was why? Well, everyone was executed. And when they were executed, they had bags over their heads. I just assumed Solanar was with them. So wait a minute. So if you counted it out. Like, I, the appropriate number of people were killed? I, I'm going to be very honest with you, Boat. I didn't count. I was not in the right mind to do so. Well, that's fine. I just got worried there for a second that maybe somebody instead of Solinar was killed. I mean, he's done things like that before. Wow. I would have never, like, I knew he was a thief, but I never thought he would do something like that. That's wild. Yeah. You've certainly seen him kill someone. I mean, when we were fighting for our lives and things, yeah. Well, in a place like this, everyone sort of fights for their lives, don't you think? I mean, I suppose. Um, I grew up 
you know, very differently from that. I didn't rise from, from you know, the, the wrong side of the tracks, the dark side of the city, that kind of thing. How did you grow up? Oh, I grew up uh, in a monastery. Did you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom and dad split up and uh, dad really sort of went through a period there for a while. So he went to the monastery to try to get his head right. And mom had, you know, left by then. So I went with him. So I lived there for a number of years. Boat's dad's midlife crisis buying a convertible was going to a monastery? It wasn't a midlife crisis. He was devastated by what happened to his, to his, you know, family. His marriage fell apart and he had to just find some way to sort of get his head back on right. So you were raised in the monastery by your father? Uh, I was raised in a monastery by my father and the the other monks at the monastery. It's where I learned to fight. So they taught wrestling at this no, monastery? No, 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 no. you see, that came later. Uh, I had to go into town one time. A lot of times they would send the youths into town to get supplies. So I had to go into town for that month's run. And I ended up running into a traveling wrestling show... It was just it captivated me. It was fantastic. I ended up joining up with them. So this was your version of running away to join the circus. I mean, essentially, yeah. Do you ever want to go back? I mean, maybe. Like, I've over the years exchanged some letters with Dad. He knows I'm just off sort of finding my own way. Um, but uh, I don't think I would ever go back and live there. You know, once, once you leave your hometown and you start uh, figuring out what you want to do with your life, it's really hard to go back. But uh, I probably should, honestly, make some time to go back and visit him. Well, that's the old adage, isn't it? You can't go home again? Yeah, I don't even remember where my actual home before the monastery was at this point. I'm sure it was close there somewhere. But uh, I was, you know, really young when we moved there, and that's where most of my memories are from. Was the monastery in Alaria, or was it in Tinkerhaven? Not Tinkerhaven. I forget that the places outside of here in Talaire. You're very, very insular. You don't leave the city very often, do you? I've actually left the city several times. It's just, I, I ran in Alaria for a while. That's actually where I met Solanar. Mm -hmm. I just, Teler outside of Tinkerhaven is boring. I mean, I get that. L fewer gears, fewer robots, fewer goggles. Like, I mean, Alaria outside of Marine is boring. I mean, I guess it depends what kind of person you are. If you enjoy just sort of, you know, living in the woods by yourself, making your own way, I can see how you might not be fulfilled uh, living in Tinkerhaven or something. I hate the quiet. I don't... I but don't that's, like... The that's the thing about the woods, though. It's, it's, it's not quiet. You've got the crickets, you can hear the bears and the coyotes and things in the distance. Uh, it's just a different kind of noise. It can be very peaceful. I... I don't think I would do well in a place like that. Well, that's fair. I'm not trying to sell you on the lifestyle. I'm just sort of explaining why I like it. That's fair. So, what are you all doing traveling together? You're quite a group. Oh, don't don't think I don't know what you're doing with your little fishing expedition there. <laughs> I figured uh, you would see through that, but I can't help but be curious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've 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 just got uh you know a, a job that we're working on. Not like one of your jobs, but uh, we've got a job that we're working on. I think really, if you want to know what it's all about, you should talk to Alita. I don't think she likes me very much. Well, she's threatened by you, I'm sure. 
threatened by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alita, you know, just between you and me, Alita really likes being the center of attention in this group. Does she now? Yeah. Yeah, she does. She has a hard time giving up the spotlight. So when, you know, other other attractive women show up joining the party, that uh, really throws off her, her jam a little bit. I see. Mm-hmm. You know, we should have a large white screen just across from Boat for all this projecting he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect. (laughs) Remind me to tell you about the time she came back from visiting her family and told this big story about how she went there and stole a deer and all kinds of stuff. All the people in your group, thieves, have you started your own little crime syndicate? I'm not a thief. The only thing I steal is hearts and... Occasionally, a wrestling match. How does one steal a wrestling match? Well, you take the brass knuckles, see, and you hide them in your trunks. And then when the ref's not looking... Smash cut. Over to us. Yeah, as soon as he does, like, the fist collide, and it makes that that punching sound, we're gonna immediately whip back to Johannes and Solinar and Alita and... Daquin and Felix. That's Spotlight Hog Alita. (laughs) Ow. I feel like the ghost just punched me. Did you hear that? I did. I also saw your cheek indent like you were getting punched. Man, Alita, sometimes we go places and you just start absorbing their accents as if you lived there forever. It's terrible. Yeah, well, this house is definitely haunted. We knew it from the beginning, but I think Daquin is doing a good job and I have full trust in Daquin. But I got, we got to make sure that the, the Daquin has the peace of mind to carry through with the, with the holy connection. As you guys are talking, the boxes around the room begin to float eerily upward. Oh, no, you don't. We're not making a, a fortress yet. And Johannes just starts uh, setting them down. As, as, <laughs> as you do that, they kind of like stubbornly try to like push back up. Oh, I I work out boxes. You're going down. <laughs> In the center of gravity, very low, very I, easy to fulcrum. I'm, I'm doing the opposite of moving. Not moving? Not moving. Having given Take up this box. Having given up on trying to find an attic opening, uh Solinar is in the room just jumping from box to box trying to keep them down. Parkour. I mean, he could work some sick flips in the I could, hold on. Oh, this God, is where please, you break your neck. Please roll a one and just beef it onto the floor. That is a 19. You do not beef it, as sad as I am to say. Would you like to describe your flips? Box flipping. I think I think this is some of some less impressive Boing? flipping. So Solinar is just like uh bouncing from box to box, uh occasionally working in like a a cartwheel here and there. Or like a side flip from one box onto another box. Heck yeah. Are you about to do some break dancing? Because you're on some broken down boxes. Is he about to roll for break dancing? Yeah, here's your here's your break dance beat. I need you to uh, break dance rap over the top of it. Me or Solinar? I, I know you would veto, so Solinar. Thank you. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about a rap, but I can absolutely give you exactly what breakdancing is happening over this sick beatbox. Yeah, and you can do it in a rap. beatbox for us! So Solonar jumps onto a box and then spins around and lands on his head. And then he twists his body and spins 
in a rapid rotating motion. He kicks up in the air and lands back on his feet, and then he drops into a sort of crouch, and he goes from the crouch back up onto his hand in a quick handstand, grabbing both his feet and holding them close to his body. And then he kicks out of that, lands on another box, and just starts rolling almost like uh, like as if he were a disc object in circles around on top of this box. And then he lands uh, with his elbow out and his body splayed, and he's like, get at me. The combination of the exorcism ritual and those sick, dope moves, the boxes begin to float back down to the ground, and a strange light begins to emanate from the ichor, dissipating it into glittering sparkles of light that float up to the ceiling and then beyond. And on top of that, I'm pretty sure Solinar also just saved a youth center from being demolished. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you've you've made sure that they're not gonna close our bowling alley. <laughs> they're not gonna bring burn it down and build a shopping mall. Johannes runs up to Daquin and he grabs him and he throws him up in the air and he's like, You did it, buddy! Woo! Elated squirrel noise. And then uh, he, he catches him and he starts running around the house with him on top of his head like, You did it! Woo! More Woo! elated squirrel noises. I really don't... I'm not entirely convinced Gabe is going to cut that out and put in elated squirrel noises. He's just gonna have me say elated squirrel noises. You've dug your own grave. If anything, he'll make your voice just a little more robotic. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. You've been training for this day. You did such a good job. Man, we're gonna get you a, a salad. Elated squirrel noises. Alita and Solinar are left behind as Johannes does his Daquin victory lap. You know, I I had my doubts at first about the house really being haunted, but I am glad that we exercised whatever massive ghost was in here because I don't I don't know about you, but I don't want to sleep in a haunted house. I'm not sure how much of that was like a singular entity and how much of that was more an infestation of negative energy. Uh, there are two different kinds of hauntings, right? But a but a haunting. Well, technically three if you count demonic. But but like a haunting's a haunting, and I don't I don't want that in my sleeping place. You know, like. Well, you're safer in a negative energy haunting than you are a singular ghost haunting, provided that the ghost themselves is a negative spirit. What kind of, what kind of books have you been reading? I'm a priestess. You don't think that holy rituals are part of my job? You're like a you're like a dragon priestess, so like dragon holiness is part of your job. I don't know if that cleansing, counts for the afterlife. Cleansing yeah. and banishing rituals are important for knowing how to sanctify a space. What kind of rituals in that dragon bible? Don't touch my dragon bible. Johannes busts into the into the room and he goes, "Okay, everybody." Daquan and I have talked, and the recycling bin fort will have to wait. We need to go and make sure that uh, Solinar, we need to go and make sure that boat is okay, and that we resolve your past, because uh, Daquan has told me that you're taking your steps towards healing. 
let me let me posit something, which is that Koza and Melody are already checking on both, which means we don't have to. We can go directly to looking for my friend. <gasps> this must be exactly what he meant. Let's go unlock your past. No, I want to relock my past. Oh, let's go relock your past. is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan, and he can be found at the Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. I'm sorry, the concept of a terrified salad. Alan walks into a room and it, it its leaves quake in fear. Oh yeah, especially if it's arugula. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't say that right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe, uh, save that. Save that I can forever. Always, and that came out real bad. No, 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 we got exactly Gabe, what you're saying. Gabe, I beg of you to please cut this out because that is not going to be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we finally have a replacement for the bodega snafu that we can make fun of. <laughs> Okay, but none of the rest of that can make it on main feed. <laughs>